Hello, and welcome back to the Goodbye July podcast. So we talk a lot about money on this platform, but today I want to zoom out a bit to separate the trees from the forest, so to speak, and take a look at the larger picture. Because at the end of the day, it is not actually about the money. It's about building the life you're meant to live and the version of yourself you're meant to become. Money is simply a tool that helps you get there. Sometimes money reminds me of cars, actually. Like, it's easy to get caught up in the make and model and color and everything else about the car. But at the end of the day, you could have the nicest car in the world. But if it did not work, if it couldn't actually get you from point A to point B, would you want it? Probably not. I know I wouldn't. And it's similar with money. You can have all the money in the world, but if it didn't buy you anything that you really wanted, what is the point? It is just a tool to get you what you want most from point A to point B. And like it or not, regardless of what you truly want to do, be, or have in your life, money will be a constant consideration simply based on the world we live in. I actually just had a dear friend of mine reach out to me this week and she is a beautiful soul. She's somebody, I draw people into my life that are opposite of me. So she's very go with the flow. She's a yoga teacher. She's just so relaxed and super zen. And she reached out to me to tell me that she loved my budget template, my free budget template that's on my website, and how she realized that even though she has big dreams of she wants to teach yoga and she wants to take an Ayurveda class, maybe do massage, do all of these things. But she said she realized at the end of the day, it does take some money to get you there. So no matter what you want to do, figuring out your money is super important and absolutely worth while. But, you know, beyond investing in assets and return on investments and all of those monetary considerations, there's something bigger and more important that we should be investing in. Something that goes beyond the homes we own and beyond the savings we have and the interest we generate on on all of our investments. And that is investing in ourselves spending dedicated time, money, and effort to ensure that we are growing as individuals, people, and human beings. You know, are we the best partners that we can be? The best moms, the best friends, the best daughters? Arguably, most importantly of all, are we being the kindest we can be to ourselves? And how do we get better at those things? And honestly, in a world where we're all stretched to our limits, how do we find the time? That's what we're digging into today, and at the end of this episode, I hope you feel empowered and reinvigorated to reprioritize investing in yourself because you, my friend, are not only critically important, but insanely powerful, and the world needs you. Hey, my name is Jessica Tolar, and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early, and used that knowledge to build a seven-figure net worth, quit my nine-to-five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way. If I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get
get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July Podcast. Just real quick before we get started, I have something that you are going to love. It's a free resource on budgeting, and I realize that budgeting may not feel like the sexiest topic, but across the board, it is the number one way to get started in truly taking control and mastering your money. And once you start incorporating into your life, it is honestly a lot of fun. So grab my free resource at jessicatoller.com slash what's my budget. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. Again, that's jessicatoller.com slash what's my budget. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. I love teaching personal finance, not only because it brings more freedom into the lives of my students and clients, but also because what ends up happening usually is those people go on to work on their own passions. The moment they realize they no longer need their nine to five, they make a plan to make a change and begin working on their purpose-based work. Imagine with me for a moment, a world full of people who are spending their time working on the things that bring them the absolute most joy. What a world that would be, right? A world of happiness, excitement, energy, kindness, and collaboration, and a world of peace. You know, if everyone was busy working on the things that made them insanely happy, there really wouldn't be a whole lot of room for misery, jealousy, greed, power seeking, and spite. I think those things are all a byproduct of people not living their purpose. And that is why I truly believe investing in yourself so that you can grow and get closer to the things you deeply want, need, and desire is so critical, not only for you and me, but for the entire world. You know, the first blog post I ever wrote for my business is called Why the World Needs You to Master Your Money. And sometimes I feel the need to just bring us back to that because It's easy to get distracted by the specifics of the numbers and the strategies and the investments and the emergency funds and all of the things, but it's important that we remember the goal, which is to create more freedom to do what we want and what we love with the people we want and love to be around. Now, if you're anything like me, it is easy to get caught up in working as hard as you can, collecting your paycheck, watching the money go into your account and then go out again, hopefully into some of your investments and then just keep on grinding day in and day out. But what if we stop to ask ourselves, do I like this? (laughs) Do I actually like how I'm spending my time? Do I believe in the work I'm doing or is this just a way to get paid? The moment I finally paused in my corporate career to ask myself those questions, I realized the answer for me was no. I don't love what I'm doing. This is not my passion. And in some cases, I don't even believe in what I'm working on. So that last day of July in 2021, I made a change. And you might know that's where this podcast gets its name. July 31st of 2021 was the day I left my nine to five to pursue a passion and purpose-based life. On the last day of July, I said, goodbye, to going through the motions of my corporate career, and I turned the page into this new version of my life that has been nothing short of incredible. Goodbye July, goodbye to the old way of life, and hello to this new chapter. You know, it's true that I wouldn't have been able to walk away from my corporate career without being financially ready with savings and investments, but more importantly, I wouldn't have been able to do that had I not been investing time in asking myself those critical questions 
that eventually led me to figure out what I want and the steps I needed to take to get there. And that brings me to the heart of today's conversation, which is why you are ultimately your very best investment. We often talk about investing in different kinds of assets like stocks, real estate, crypto, commodities, and starting a business, which, you know, that last one is definitely one way to invest in yourself. But I'd like to discuss the investments you can make in yourself on a day-to-day basis and why it's so important. And we've already started to touch on the why just a little bit, but I want to dig a bit deeper into something in hindsight I realized was happening to me when I worked in corporate and something that I see happen to a lot of my friends who are still there. Maybe it's happening to you too. I don't know. Let's see how you feel about this. So when I look back on my 10-year corporate career, I realized that most of my days pretty much went like this. I'd wake up in a hurry, get ready quickly, scarf down some breakfast, and make a coffee to take with me in the car, or eventually a coffee to take to my home office desk to drink while I was on my first meeting of the day. Because when I started working from home, maybe similar to you, my meetings started happening earlier and earlier. And by mid-morning, I'd already have been in three meetings, and I was looking forward to my lunch break if I was lucky enough to get one that day, because oftentimes I would have meetings during lunch too. Then in the afternoons, I might have an hour here or there to actually get some work done, but usually I was busy digging through emails because if I didn't respond within a few hours, coworkers or management would begin to ping me on the company chat asking, did you see my email? (laughs) Sometimes I would make time to commiserate with my work friends, but most days there simply was not space for that. And by 4 p.m., I'd realized I'd gotten almost no work done, so I'd start one of the 10 priorities I had, only to be interrupted by my boss, who would always call right around 5 p.m. to chat for an hour. I'd try to get some stuff done after that, but my brain was essentially so fried that I would head home or wander into the kitchen to find something easy to heat up. Some days I was good and I would go to the gym, but many times I would just zone out and let my brain decompress by watching Netflix for a few hours or... I would just shower and go to bed, and then I would do the whole thing again the next day. Of course, there were good and bad days, but the truth is many days went a lot like this. And I laugh now because looking back, a lot of it seems like a huge waste of time. (laughs) But the most important thing of all is that I realize now that I was prioritizing everyone else and their needs. And honestly, I didn't even have the time to realize it was happening or the time to stop and ask myself those critical questions about what I need and whether or not I'm happy, and if not, what I should do about it. So again, I see a lot of my friends are still struggling with this. And, you know, I might ask you the same question, is this something that is happening to you? Now, all of that is to say, one of the ways to invest in yourself is just to recognize whether or not something like this or something similar is happening in your own life and start to decide what you are going to do about it. I'm not saying you're suddenly going to be like, oh, I hate my job. I'm quitting tomorrow. And that is not realistic at all. It takes time to even figure out what you might want. And that's certainly not what I did either. It's not like I woke up one day and I'm like, I'm quitting my job. Let's go. No, it's more of a slow process of just taking the time regularly to check in with yourself. You know, ask, am I okay? Am I happy? Which is, you know, more important than am I okay? Am I happy? 
do I like this? Do I like my job? Do I like my work? Do I like my life? Do I like how I'm spending my time? And if the answer is no to any of those things, then ask, what do I need to do to change that? How can I invest in myself so that I can get to a life that I truly love? For me, I started asking these questions during COVID, honestly, when we were forced to slow down. So that was a big silver lining of of COVID for me because I realized I was not doing what I was meant to be doing. And I started investing in myself by taking online courses after work. That meant I wasn't working as late for my employer anymore. However, I still was staying on the computer a little bit late because I knew I had to invest the time and energy in myself and to prioritize myself and my own needs if I was ever going to get to a place where I truly loved my life and my work. So I took courses, mostly on personal finance things and investing, because although I already had an interest in this area, I knew this was something I'd have to nail down if I ever really wanted to leave my nine to five to pursue my own purpose-based life. But all of those actions first started with me taking the time simply to pause and check in with myself. The danger of not investing the time to simply regularly check in with yourself can range from bottling up emotions that eventually explode. I know we've all been there which is, you know, one end of the spectrum, right? But all the way to the other end of the spectrum, which would be just working a job you don't love for years and years and years and feeling numb day in and day out, in which case you miss out on the beauty of truly living your life. You are the only person who controls you, not your job, not your employer, not your partner, you. And on the other hand, you are the only thing that you can control. That was one of the most important things I learned in counseling. You can only control yourself, nothing else. No one else can do this for you. So it's important that you are checking in on yourself because like I mentioned in my example, that was actually pretty real most days in my corporate life. Oftentimes, unless we're very intentional about asking ourselves these important questions, we are so busy that we do not even realize that we're not happy or that we're not okay until it's too late. And, you know, there's a flip side to this too. So investing in yourself, be it through working on your mind or your body or your overall health or learning new things, all of this adds up and compounds. Taking time to make sure your mind stays clear through eating healthy, sleeping enough, moving your body, and continues to grow in terms of knowledge, wisdom, and discovery is arguably the most powerful thing in the world. Knowledge, wisdom, and discovery are things that can stay with you throughout the course of your entire life. They will pay you over and over again in dividends that are far greater than the financial returns that come from money-based investments. I've actually recently been listening to and watching a series of interviews between Robert Breedlove and Michael Saylor, who is the co-founder and former CEO of MicroStrategy. And I'm in the middle of it now, and I think it's ultimately going to be about Bitcoin, but What's been really interesting is the first few hours of this interview is Sailor simply describing the rise of mankind. And so much of our history as humans is based on a focus on knowledge, wisdom, and discovery. From the Stone Age to the Iron Age to the Dark Age to the Steel Age and coming into the Information Age, which we're in now, it's been fascinating to kind of zoom out of life as I've known it from my measly 32 years on this planet to take a look at humanity's journey throughout time 
And what's really stuck out to me is how important a handful of things have been throughout history. Three in particular stand out. (laughs) And they're refrigerators, penicillin, and airplanes. Because before the refrigerator, you could not keep many perishable foods more than a couple of days. Before penicillin, people regularly died from things that would have killed many of us listening to this episode many times over. I mean, how many times have you taken antibiotics throughout your life? I've taken them many times. They've, I'm sure, saved my life many times. And then with the invention of airplanes, people could suddenly travel essentially anywhere in the world in a matter of days. And all three of these things just happened in the last about 100 years. Humans are incredible creatures. And one of the key things that sets us apart is our minds and our continued focus on and search for more knowledge, wisdom, and discovery. So it's important that we invest in ourselves and we nurture our minds. I mean, I don't know if we're going to be the next person to invent refrigerators, airplanes, or discover penicillin, but you could do things that change the world. It is not out of the question. We have to just keep doing things that continue to grow and expand and excite our minds. We must be as healthy as we can be to ensure sharp brain function and stave off deterioration. And in today's world, we must make space to just pause and be present and check in with ourselves. Again, the world today looks very different than it did even just 100 years ago. And there's so many things pulling our attention in so many different directions. Don't get distracted, whether that's by your 9 to 5 job, social media, TV, whatever. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now helping me get closer to the life I want? a life that will both give me insane joy and also give back to the human race simply because I'm working on things that excite me? Or am I wasting time? Time is one of the most precious resources we have because we only have so much of it and you can never get it back. You know, the truth is we're all moving moment by moment, minute by minute toward the end of our lives. You know, every second that passes is a second closer we are to death. And thanks to things like antibiotics, we might have more time than our ancestors did. But do not take that for granted. Every single day is a gift and tomorrow is not guaranteed for any of us. And I don't mean to sound depressing. In fact, I want it to light a fire in your heart. I want you to realize that when you waste time not investing in yourself and figuring out your purpose, what you're here in this world to do, be, or accomplish... It's time you're never going to get back. It's time you could be spending getting closer to that gold mine of knowledge or actually working on what you love. And don't mishear me. I'm not saying not to make space for rest. Rest is incredibly important, and that looks different for all of us. I mean, I personally love to watch TV series and movies that are purely for entertainment and not for education as a way to allow my mind to relax and stop thinking. It's not like I only watch breed love and sailor talking about Bitcoin, or I'm only watching documentaries to learn. No, I watch plenty of TV that is purely for entertainment. But my point is just check in with yourself. You'll know when it becomes too much, just like I know when I'm binge watching Netflix way too much. Before I close out, I want to talk about something I read the other day about the anti-hustle movement happening in the United States. And I would like to comment on that inside of this context. I think it's important that when it comes to our work, we focus on our intention and, again, checking in with ourselves. 
Yes, usually when we work, money is going to be some aspect of that. But to me, there's a difference in working really hard at a job I know isn't truly what I'm meant to be doing, in which case I'm probably only working for money, and working really hard at a job that I know is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. There's a difference between those two things, at least in my experience. You know, in my experience, I've only ever felt like I'm hustling when I was working for someone else and a job I knew was not ultimately meant for me. Now I can spend hours early in the morning or late into the night, even on weekends, working on this business because I know right now this is my purpose and my passion. It does not feel like a strain. It feels exciting. It gives me energy. I love doing this. You know, I work for myself. I can stop at any time I want, but most days I don't want to because I love what I do. For me, it is not hustling. It's flow. And again, we're humans. So regardless of the situation, we must always check in with ourselves. So even when you're working on things you love, it's possible to burn out. I've done that as well. So when no matter what you're doing, whether you're working for someone else or working for yourself, you have to keep checking in on yourself and see how you're doing. Check your intentions. What is the ultimate goal of the work you're doing? Check in to see, am I hustling or am I in flow? See if you're approaching burnout. See if the things that you're doing are sucking energy from you in a negative way. Or if you feel, again, like, are you in flow? Are you energized, excited by the work that you're doing? And this all comes back to investing in ourselves. Sometimes it's as simple as investing the time in ourselves and asking those critical questions of what we need, if we're okay, and if not, what we can do about it. And sometimes it's realizing that we're interested in learning more about something or growing in a specific area and making time and space for that growth, taking steps towards those goals that we're setting for ourselves. You've only got one life and you can only control yourself and no one else is in control of you. So it is on you, my friend. It is all on you. You get to figure out how you're going to spend your one precious and beautiful life. Will you make yourself a priority? Will you invest in yourself? I hope you do, because I promise you it is an incredible way to live. Now, if you're anything like me, you're going to want some specific actions to take. And I've put together a free guide for you on five ways to invest in yourself, actionable things you can do to prioritize you. And you can get it in the show notes at jessicatolar.com slash 022. Now, if nothing else, I hope you leave this episode feeling inspired to invest the time into regularly checking in with yourself and asking yourself those important questions. And if you want to take things a step further and learn the actions I took to really make big changes, you can grab the free guide I mentioned. Again, that's at jessicatolar.com slash 022. Thank you so much for investing the time in yourself here today to learn these important mindset shifts. This is just the beginning, so keep on going. Make yourself a priority and invest the time and effort to do so. Investing in yourself and making your life better is something you will never, ever regret. Thanks again for joining me, and until next time, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams. Congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to jessicatoller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you would, share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.